Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. NFL scouting combine is underway. Players have ar- arrived. They're getting interviewed. They're taking tests like the Wonderlick test. And uh, getting weighed and everything else, yep. And getting asked weird questions. What was the one? I saw in Peter King's column, he actually, it was, uh, do you enjoy beating animals? And it was about how Joey Harrington mused about whether or not if you're a linebacker, you should say yes. That was the New York Giants, one of their 480 personality test questions. If the answer to that is yes, are there guys in that, in that like organization who go like this guy's a go getter he will beat up a squirrel or he will take a puppy and punt it or he he loves to abuse I'm thinking he's the next Aaron Hernandez if he answers that right. question yes Isn't I don't want the that answer guy a very team. swift but I, yeah the answer for any sane person is no but don't you think there's some meathead in that front office going yeah he'll, if I he'll run over step anyone on my dog's tail I like freak right, out and when feel I, bad exactly when I make when I yell at Larry when he does something bad and he pees a little bit in the house I I get mad at myself all right so. Scouting combine is going to get cooking here. And the question we've been asking today is, what is the Steelers' top draft need? 412-928-9370. Daniel Jeremiah, who is the new Mike Mayock for NFL Network. He's the new top analyst for the combine. This is now his thing, his baby. He put out his top 50 NFL draft prospects today. His pre-combine list. Caleb Williams, number one overall prospect. Marvin Harrison Jr., second, who's not even going to attend the combine. And by the way, Williams isn't going to throw there either. Uh, Roma Dunze from Washington, their star wide receiver is third. Malik Neighbors, wide receiver LSU, he is fourth. And then five and six, he has Drake May and Jaden Daniels. Don't forget Brock Bowers at seven, who looks like... Uh... Somebody said he would look like your average trainer at Planet Fitness, but he'll test we well. We saw him at the videos of him at the uh, Super Bowl media day, uh, Radio Row, and I'm like, that's not going to be a great NFL tight end. Do you know what those pictures— He's built kind of like me. Do you know what those pictures reminded me of? Uh, it's Receding him next hairline to, already, too. Him next to Gronk, and Gronk's towering over him. You guys remember the Derrick Henry standing next to Mark Ingram pictures? Yeah. That's what it reminded me of, dude. It messed me up. Or like that one thing where it's like a— it's like a mouse is holding like a big animal's hand and they're walking together. You know the one I'm talking about? What's the uh, what's the Doge meme, Donnie, where it's like the little whimpering dog and then the strong puffed yeah. chest dog? That's, yeah, that's he one. looked like the whimpering another dog. Another good one. Very weird. Um so as far as the Steelers are concerned, because I actually don't think they'll trade up for May or Daniels. Of course they're not gonna do that, even though for May I would endorse it. 
positions of need. Dulac listed five positions that he'd think they'd take in the first round. Inside linebacker, offensive tackle, center, cornerback, and safety. So I'm just going to go through some of these names here. Uh, Joe Alt, ninth prospect, Notre Dame offensive tackle, left tackle. His dad was an NFL player. I, there's no way he's there at 20, so skim past and him. You, and then you'd be automatically saying, I guess, Broderick Jones is your right tackle now because Alt's more of a le- pure left and higher pedigree guy. So you've got Fuaga from Oregon State offensive tackle. Jeremiah ranks him 10th. He has Fashanu from Penn State, who last year was like 5th, is now in, is now 12th. It seems like Fashanu uh, did not count on a bunch of like guys really improving their stock this year. J.C. Latham from Alabama, offensive tackle, 13th. There's a lot of offensive tackles here in the top 20. Fautanu from Washington. So there's another big Polynesian man. Tackle ranked 17th. Guyton, Oklahoma offensive tackle, 18th. Your boy Mims, offensive tackle, 19. Mm-hmm. So... Let's leave all out because he's looked he's looked at as a top ten prospect. So after that, you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, six offensive tackles rated between ten and twenty. Now you just made a you just brought up something that I hadn't really thought about. If you drafted one of those guys, why not just leave Jones at right tackle? Well, not one of the, it, not like an Amarius Mims because he only plays right okay, tackle. Okay, so Mims would be one where he's a right tackle, but Fashanu played Fashanu, left tackle at Penn State. Fashanu's a better prospect, apparently, than than Jones was, but not by much. Fuaga's a right tackle, so he would move there. Yeah, yeah there are like three right tackles. You Pure right. Guyton is also a right tackle. The only guys in Actually, that, you know what? Now that I think about it, they're almost all right. They're almost all right tackles. Latham's a right tackle from yeah, Alabama, the only too, guys so actually that, this works out perfectly for the Steelers. Right. The only guys I would have ever considered saying you leave Jones at right tackle and, and ask him to be a great team player are Alt, who won't be there, and Fashanu, who won't be there. I got to be honest. I'm surprised how many right tackles are so high in the rankings. What do you think that's a consequence of? Because it's interesting to me, too. Like, I can't decide. Do you think that leagues have just put a premium? Well, here, I have two thoughts. It's not like there's more left-handed quarterbacks. I, I, put it, I, put, I put it on two things. One, there is a dearth, like I have said already in this show, of good O-line play. Guys like Kabali, and he's not the only one, so I'm not going to give Mark a hard time. A lot of people that watch a lot of football and crunch a lot of tape say the, the overall line play is just not that good. So if you feel like there are guys who are going to overcome that and be really good, there's going to be a premium whether they play the right or the left side. Here's another thought. I know the running game is not as important as it used to be or ever, and is never going to be that way again. I do get the sense, though, that the running game is taking on renewed importance in certain ways. And so I think right tackles have seen their value tick up a little bit. I do. Because of the run game just thing. Well, okay. because a lot of them are thought of as really good run blockers, and I think the way a lot of elite offenses now are functioning, where they're not just completely ignoring the run game, yeah, it, it helps that position a little bit. So if you go by Jeremiah's rankings, you've got four right tackles who if the Steelers pick them at 20, it would not be a reach. Mm-hmm. It'd actually be a good pick. Fuaga from Oregon State. Latham from Alabama, that's two. Uh, Guyton from Oklahoma, three. Mims from Georgia, four. That's four right tackles in his top 20. Uh, from last year, uh, where was Alt ranked in this one? Eighth? Ninth. Ninth. So last year in the span of six through 20, just to use the cutoff, the first O-lineman, Paris Johnson, you had four guys playing tackle. 
go between uh, 6 and 20 last year. 21 on this list. Edgar and Cooper, inside linebacker, Texas A&M. Overall, Cooper is an instinctive and explosive prospect who generates a bunch of splash plays. He's ready to start right away, and I believe his best football is still ahead of him. So help me God if the Steelers take him with the 20th pick. I'm just, how many times do I have to say it on the air? Because, like, apparently me saying it earlier in the show, boys, Donnie, this didn't take with our listeners. Inside off-ball linebacker is fast becoming the running back of the defense. But Jeremiah what knows we, that, so why does he have I don't know, Cooper he must ranked love so high he, then? If you have a guy like that ranked high and you're not dumb and you're Daniel Jeremiah and you really know this stuff, you uh, you have to think that the player can be essentially Fred Warner at this level. Not only can be, but is, like, is likelier than not to be Fred Warner. I mean, Roquan Smith had a great year, but Fred Warner's the prototype. You have to think that's the guy you're getting. He's got an inside linebacker ranked higher than uh, the centers in this draft. Um, am I crazy here? Is it actually Edgarin and not Edgerin? You said Edgarin Cooper, and I was like, is his name not Edgerin Cooper like Edgerin James? That just has stuck with me now for a minute. E-D-G-E-R-R-I-N. You would say Edgarin? Ed Edgerin. Okay. Yeah. I was I'm sorry, Donnie. I couldn't Edgerin get past Cooper. That. Yeah. I was like, who is this guy? No, I if you rank him that highly, you must think he can be a, he's gonna be a perennial all pro, likelier than not. I just once bitten, twice shy. Twice bitten. What is twice bitten now? I mean, I know that in Shazier's case it was a career ending injury. I'm not actually like counting that as his fault, but ultimately you've spent two neither one of them's worked out the way you wanted to. You're gonna keep chasing that. You said this to me off the air, and I agree with you, and I'm gonna bring it up. That reeks of a Mike Tomlin would really love Edgerin Cooper. Yeah, because he's got it in his head as a defensive coach that he wants someone to control and police the middle of the yes. field, wear the green dot defensively, be an extension Run of the with coaching tight staff. End weapons, you know, all he's that stuff. probably still having like erotic dreams about Derek Brooks in Tampa Bay when he coached him there. He didn't and, even play the middle. I think he was a weak side guy. But you know, in a four-three yeah, well, yeah, he inside was, he linebacker, was, he, he ran the show. I'm sure he probably thinks if you give me Edger and Cooper and he's healthy, he's the Josh Allen antidote. He's the Mahomes antidote. He's the antidote to any great tight end. He's got tight, tight ends end. locked down, exactly. Like, that's what Jeremiah writes is, like, the guy's good enough in man coverage to run with any tight end and carry any tight end down the field. Okay, fine. I don't care. I don't want that guy. In fact, I don't care if another team gets him and he's really good. I don't want the Steelers spending a first-round pick again I'm on that position. I'm still flipping here. So he's got Bonex 26, McCarthy 27. Does not have Penix as a first-round graded corner, corner uh, quarterback. Jackson Powers Johnson, the Oregon center, he is at 29. Zach Frazier from West Virginia, 32. And then he has another center, Graham Barton. This guy's interesting. So he played tackle at Duke the last few years. Yeah. But he started as a center his freshman year. And they think because of his size, he's going to switch back and be a natural center. That scares the hell out of me. Uh, by the way, Kendrick Green flashbacks there. As just a note, Cooper DeJean, Jeremiah, he reminds me of a bigger Eric Weddle coming out of college. That's he reminds all, me of another white guy. That's all we could do here? <laughs> he reminds me of an Eric Weddle with a dash of Harrison Smith mixed in. And a little bit of the Troy Apke athleticism that had <laughs> Deion, Deion Sanders, Sanders floored that a white Sur- man could run that Surprised we didn't get any Jason Seahorn matches. Is that too obvious? Like, what else is it? Yeah. How funny would that be? Comparisons, Jason Seahorn, Eric Weddle, Jim Leonard, Dustin Fox. (laughs) 
Hey, the way that he puts it out there with these uh, offensive linemen or the center rankings, it almost feels to me like this is how Jeremiah looks at it. It would be too much of a reach to draft the center at 20, and all the best center prospects are going to be gone by the, by the time they pick in the second round. Yeah, he's got them in a little bit of a quandary, which makes you think they're going to have to... 20 is a bad spot to take one of these guys, and by the time you come back up at 51... Trade back in the first round? But you can't do that if one of the tackles you really like, or even a corners, I think, that you like is on the board, right? The corner is something that I want them to address in free agency, but the elephant in the room there is Peterson. And Kabali came on with us Friday and pretty much said, there's no way he's getting cut. He's on the team. So you're paying him $9 million to do. He's not a safety. We watched him struggle at that position at the end of the year. So what what are you putting your, your stock in if you're the Steelers? Corey Trice coming off of a major knee injury? No, you can't. He was right. a seventh. He was a seventh round it, pick, Chris. That's, I'm, I'm asking that rhetorically, primarily. But if you're them, what? Where else is the plan here? You find like a medium priced free agent in. You find you find like a mid mark, a mid tier guy like you did with Stephen Nelson back in the day, or Levi Wallace, and that's your outside corner. And Peterson plays slot. Man, I just. I thought Steven Nelson when he was here was okay. I don't obviously Levi Wallace had a tough time last year. So uh, with them, I feel like they need to take a blue chipper in the draft or take a guy who's who was a blue chipper, like a Hayden when they go and pick somebody up like that that falls into their lap. I don't think the guy listed at number twenty two is uh is a bad option either. I don't I don't think it would be their, their first need by any means. Byron Murphy, defensive tackle from Texas. Uh, that's where Jeremiah, that you're, that you're talking about the Jeremiah list, right? Yeah. Dulac doesn't have defensive tackle or defensive line uh, as a first round uh, position for the Steelers because of all the money they already have invested in it. And he's right about that. Between Hayward and Ogan Joby, and then Benton had such a big year last year, there's not a spot. You know, Hayward will be back in some, they'll, they'll find a way to make it work. They're not cutting Ogan Joby. And they're playing Benton a lot. So if you draft the defensive lineman, my opinion, if you draft Byron Murphy, you're drafting him for 2025 and beyond. It's not a total redshirt year. He's going to get snaps. He'll get worked into the rotation. But you're if you do that, you're almost, I think, and this is why Jerry left defensive line out, you're drafting somebody in 2024 to be a backup. Corner, yeah. you're drafting somebody in the first round. Start. Guy will start. Center, Tackle. guy will start. Tackle, Tackle. Ho- well, hopefully. If it's Mims, he won't start till halfway through the season, even though it might be obvious to everyone with eyes. And I don't even player. think it's a situation where, like, okay, Porter and Jones are really starters, but he, but they were made to wait. I think if they drafted a defensive lineman, the guy would need Hayward to get hurt again or something like that to get first round starter snaps by the middle or back half of the season. If Hayward's somehow fully healthy and like there's really no rust though, I wouldn't have as much of a problem because I think a healthy Hayward is still a big time impact player. You guys see number 42 on this list really could fit with the Steelers. Undersized receiver, great speed though. A lot of polish. Lad McConkey. Lad McConkey isn't the only uh, white receiver that made the top 50. The guy from Florida uh, sneaked in here too under the gun. 48, Ricky Ricky Pearsall. My guy Malachi Corley is way up there at 44. I actually like the guy at 50 in the second round. Roman Wilson from Michigan. 
Uh, you guys know the the one other dude from uh, LSU, Brian Thomas, the non Malik Neighbors yeah, guy, like six like four. four. Dude, he's he's rated very highly in this, but he's interesting. Where's the guy from Florida State who didn't play 36. against Pitt? Keon Coleman. No. Or oh, the other guy. Not the Michigan State transfer. Wait, which one went to Michigan State, and which one is the guy that's like six eight? Keon name like Johnny Wilson. Johnny like Wilson. Keon Coleman from Florida State is thirty sixth on this list. Yeah, he's he's a Michigan State transfer. Yeah, where's is is the no. six eight guy not listed? No, I don't see uh, I don't see that guy. Roman Wilson from Michigan number. That's yeah, who Donnie just yeah. mentioned. Yeah. Wilson. Uh, I will give uh, Jeremiah credit. He couldn't think of a uh, a non white guy comp for Cooper DeJean, but he did give Lad McConkey one. Doug Baldwin, not as physical as Doug Baldwin, but I could see him having a similar career. Doug Baldwin was pretty good for a while. He was. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.